I have a secret I want to share with everyone today. And I know that this is going to be life-changing. I first heard this message 14, maybe 15 years ago, really dating myself. And it completely changed my Christian walk. It changed my entire relationship with Jesus. And I thought I was really good, but this changed me to the core. So 15, 14 years ago, my parents had a house church, and it was during one of these house church meetings. And we did things a little different. We sort of had a culture where everybody was expected when you came to house church, which was at two o'clock, which I loved, um, just saying, <laughs> that everybody would come prepared to share. I always thought it was like potluck preaching. We all brought something, it went in our pot, and I tell you every single time, God had a message, a strong message in that. So it was during one of these uh, house church meetings that we were discussing Matthew 25, 1 to 13. And this is the parable of the 10 bridesmaids, which we're going to read later. But out of this discussion, and sometimes we got a little goofy, okay? Well, it's just a little. And a phrase somebody shouted out. Somebody caught the heart of what God was saying, and they went, I'm not going to tell you yet. I'm not going to tell you yet. Okay. I almost did. But I'm going to share on that today, and I feel that the Lord has elaborated it for me and given me more to share with you guys today. So I'm going to title my sermon this very phrase. Are you ready? It was, get your own stinking oil. Now, before anybody gets offended... I want to clearly explain this to you this morning, and I guarantee you're going to leave here today with that conviction in your own heart. So hang, hang tight with me. Um, but let's just open in prayer first. Amen? Ooh. Father, I just thank you so much, Lord, that... Um, you are here with us today. You've been faithful to us to minister already, God. And I just pray, Lord, for my words right now to be just your words, God. I just pray for the anointing of what you first showed me to be clear and, and uh, relevant to everyone here. And we come against every distracting thing right now in Jesus' name. And we just invite you, Holy Spirit, to start hovering over us as I speak this morning. We invite you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so first, let's read this passage of scripture together. Matthew 25, 1 to 13, and I like the New Living Translation. And it says, Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten bridesmaids who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The five who were foolish didn't take enough oil for their lamps. But the other five were wise enough to bring extra oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, they were roused by the shout, Look, the bridegroom is coming. Come out and meet him. I'm feeling animated today. Okay. 
All the bridesmaids got up and they prepared their lamps. But then the five foolish ones asked the other bridesmaids, please give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. But the others replied, we don't have enough for all of us. Go to a shop and buy some for yourselves. But while they were gone to buy the oil, the bridegroom came. Then those who were ready went out to the marriage feast, and the door was locked. Later, when the other five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside calling, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. And he called back, believe me, I don't know who you are. So you too must keep watch, for you do not know the day or hour of my return. So I'm going to, let's paint the scenario. Let's break this down a bit. We've got 10 bridesmaids, and those represent us, the body of Christ, believers in Jesus. And they are waiting for the bridegroom, Jesus himself, to come and take them to the banquet. That glorious celebration of the marriage feast of the bride and the groom, the church and Jesus. However, they don't know exactly when this event is going to happen. They just know it will be soon. Sound familiar? Right? We don't know when Jesus is returning, but we need to know the times that we're living in and be prepared and know it will be soon. All right, so we have half of the bridesmaids brought extra oil for their lamps. They were prepared. Half did not. All of them became weary of waiting and fell asleep. I love that the first song today was about wake up. Because I'm telling you, when I first started writing this out two weeks ago, it was like this part of the Bible was screaming at me. And God was clearly telling me that I too was asleep. Now, I'd just been on two weeks of holidays, right? So I spent time with my family. I, what else did I do? I did some housework. We played games with friends. We watched lots of movies, did a little scrapbooking, had a great time, but I was sleeping. My oil was running low and I wasn't even aware. And so God really spoke to me, wake up. Okay, so back to this verse. The bridegroom comes in the middle of the night and the bridesmaids are woken to his announcement that of his coming, but only half have enough oil in their lamps to see in the dark to go meet him. You know, we live in a dark world. Our world is darker today than I think ever. Spiritually, I'm talking. There's more blatant witchcraft, Satanism, sexual abuse, sexual immorality, on our movies, news, TV, social media. It's so in your face all the time. It's becoming more acceptable. This is the darkness that we live in, right? So the other half of the bridesmaids, they started to panic. And they said, hey, give us some of your oil. And their response was, no way, get your own stinking oil. Because you see, the wise bridesmaids, they knew the cost of their extra oil. They had to save up for it. Financially, it was extra for them. They had to do preparation to carry oil. I don't know if they needed to find lids to secure things or drawstrings, but they had to find something to travel to carry this extra oil. 
And I don't know about you guys, I really don't know what they had back then, but I know in my house, trying to find a lid for my Tupperware, that like, this is no joke, this is hard stuff, right? But it took time and it took deliberate preparation to get and bring extra oil. Now don't forget, they also have to carry lamps, right? So this is a burden, their arms are gonna be heavy and full. And to put on top of that, they're bridesmaids. They're waiting to get married. Come on, ladies. There is no such thing as a light and easy wedding gown, right? They would have been in, I, I can imagine, a heavy flowing dress, heavy gold jewelry. This was a burden to bring extra oil. But they knew how important it was. They knew the cost. This oil was so great. And there was no way they were going to give away what they had to sacrifice to bring. It was priceless to them. It was precious. This is the very thing that is going to help them see the bridegroom when he shows up. So it's with a righteous response that they say, get your own stinking oil. This is mine. I covet it. It's valuable. I sacrificed to bring it with me. And I'm not going to lose one drop. And we know the rest of the parable. The foolish bridesmaids left to find more oil. And when they returned, now being able to see in the dark, to find their way to the banquet hall, it was too late. The doors were locked and they missed their opportunity to meet the bridegroom. So what does this story have for us today? It should make us ask ourselves, do I have enough oil? So in the Bible, oil is very often symbolic of the Holy Spirit. Whenever it's said in the Bible that somebody was anointed with oil, or anointed, it was usually with oil. Kings were anointed with oil as a symbol of being chosen by God to, to rule and to reign. So in Luke 4.18, it clearly shows us a direct relationship between the oil and the Holy Spirit. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, sent me to heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, and set at liberty those who are oppressed. The spirit of the Lord and the oil of anointing are directly linked. The oil of anointing stands as a physical representation of Jesus being given the spirit to perform the functions for God in his service to us, right? And we know that Jesus said, greater things will you do in my name. And that's John 14, 12. And this is because the Holy Spirit was given. The disciples waited in the upper room, and we today receive the Holy Spirit in many different ways and at different times. So how is it possible to not have enough oil? If Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit, we should be good, right? I'm going to explain something with a little object lesson. Hopefully you guys aren't in a splash zone. And no, it's not Kool-Aid. <laughs> I already heard that joke this morning. All right, so 
This is you and I. We are full, full of the Holy Spirit, right? And let's, let's make this even more relevant because it's Sunday. We have just been at church and we have had amazing worship. And we have been brought into the presence of God and we're filling and filling up. And then Pastor Brett comes and he gives us a word that just lifts us right up and we are just full. And hopefully we've come to the altar, we've received more, and we are full. But then something happens. What's around the corner? Monday. Hello, I heard it. Monday. Some of you, it might even be Sunday afternoon, right? Monday comes. And Monday could mean bad attitude or distraction or life just gets super busy and this starts to happen. Just, just a little one on Monday. Just a slow one, right? But this repeats itself. We have Tuesday. Now we're, we're in the full grind of meal prep, mowing the lawn, kids running around, bills to pay. All these things come on Tuesday. A little bit more is coming out. And then Wednesday and Thursday, and Friday, and Saturday, and now we have this human condition that I have called leakage. Okay? We're humans. We leak. We absolutely leak. And especially if we start filling ourselves with other things that push out what, what God has filled us with, it's got to go somewhere. It's going to leak out. Now, I want to say this is okay. This is normal. This is called life. We all have to live it, right? It's absolutely normal. So I'm going to let us just leak for a minute, and I'll come back to it. There you go. <laughs> you see, none of those things I mentioned are bad. Movies, time with friends, all those things, they are good. But when they start to take up more space, then, then we have a problem. All right, but here comes the secret. Get your own stinking oil. Come on. You cannot survive by filling up on Sunday's oil. It's not enough. You need to get more. You can't fill up on someone else's oil. I love podcasts and, and videos, and they do help, and they're beneficial. But you can go right to the source. Right? You need to create and cultivate your own oil press. A place to go to get your very own oil. And guess what? It's not church. Church is once a week. This needs to be our own place, our own time where we can get into his presence, hear his voice, and receive a direct download that is uniquely for us. Some people I've heard call this the secret place. That's your, your precious time with Jesus. It's really holy. Now this can happen in your home. This can happen in your car. Believe me, this can happen in the bathroom, especially if you're at work or school and you just need to, oh, Jesus, help me. It doesn't matter where. It's about the receiving and the openness of, Jesus, I need you right now. I need what you have for me. 
This happens reading his word, worshiping, just praying, just soaking. Just sit and just say, I'm here. Whatever you want to give me right now, Holy Spirit, I receive it. Just take the time to get your oil. Now the key is doing this is also hunger. We got to be so desperate for him that we're more hungry for him than even food. And the cool thing is, I have learned, the more hungrier for the Lord, you start spending time with him, it increases. So here's, here's an example, and I'm kind of making myself a little vulnerable. But three years ago, it was during our prayer and fasting time at the church, I heard the Father say to me, I want you to spend 15 minutes a day, first thing in the morning, praying in tongues. And I kind of went, whew, that's, that's a lot first thing in the morning for me. Because um, all these things in my mind, I was like, I need to be in the right headspace. I need, I need to probably read my word first. I probably got to put on a, a CD worship. I got to get hyped up. Like I got to, all these things. And so I did it. I did all my prep, and I, I prayed for 15 minutes in my office at church here, and I was like, whew, that wasn't so bad. One day down, I can do another 20. And guess what God said? Do 30 tomorrow. And I'm like, Lord, do you not know this, this is a pattern now? This is hard. But I was obedient, and I did it again. And sure enough, 45. So we got all the way up to the hour, the Lord and I, and something amazing happened. By the end of week two of our fast, I realized I no longer needed to read my Bible first. I no longer needed to hype up with a good worship CD first. The minute I got here and sat down, boom, because I had extra oil, I stored up in that time. I was ready. I was prepared just to go into his presence and spend time with him. It was amazing. Now, a little side note, just keep in mind, this was here at the church first thing in the morning, and I did almost once answer the phone in tongues. I didn't, Pastor Brett. I didn't, but it was really close. So I did need to be a little bit careful, but yeah. You can see my point, right? It doesn't become a chore when he just starts ministering to us and speaking to us. So, here is the thing. We're going to leak because we're humans. See, we're already down quite a bit. But we don't got to worry about the leakage. Because once we create our own oil press and we come, the Holy Spirit just comes and do you think he's just going to give us what we leaked out? No. He starts pouring in. And he starts ministering to us. He speaks to us about our identity and who we are in him and how much he loves us and all these things. And now look what's happening. I am no longer worried about what leaked out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Because now my issue is overflow. Right? overflow and it's in the overflow that we see in the dark the bridesmaids knew get extra oil so you can see in the dark 
We're now affecting our world. We're seeing through the darkness. And we are living in abundance. This is the life of a believer. The overflow, the abundance that he has for us. And I have no idea where I am here anymore. All right. This is the most exciting thing to me. We get as wise as those wise bridesmaids. And even more so because we know the bridegroom. We already know him, right? We've learned the secret of getting and keeping our own oil. The Holy Spirit. Yes, there's a cost, but man, it's worth it. All right? We're living in the overflow and the abundance. And this should be something we covet with all of our heart. That nothing is going to take this away from me. That's going to replace that time with the Holy Spirit, with me and him. There's nothing. So, when somebody comes to you and says, Hey, give me some of your oil. Because I didn't take the time or the energy to go and get my own. Can I have what you got? It's with a loving righteous conviction, you're going to say, get your own stinking oil, right? Because part of it is we want to pass it on. We want to say, no, you can get this for yourself. This one was made for me. It's my oil press, but you go get yours. And there's nothing rude about that statement. Now, probably we shouldn't say that as, as a normal thing, but do you hear what I'm saying? The heart of it is covet it. It's yours. All right? <sighs> we want people to get to the banquet hall, and they got to get there themselves. And just like the scripture, I'm not talking about the unsaved. I'm talking about us, believers in Jesus, who are not ready for the day of the coming of the bride. But when we start to go before the Lord and be filled with his spirit and we have that personal relationship where now it's my responsibility to be filled, watch out. Watch out. This is life changing. The almighty king of kings is giving you his full attention. And that oil is being poured out and it's going to set you on fire. But I'm thinking this is maybe... A topic for another day. Oil versus meets fire. There's, ooh, there's something there, right? I want to close by saying this. Don't be fooled in thinking Sunday's oil is enough to get you through till the bridegroom Jesus comes. I promise you it's not. Go for the more. Live in the overflow, in the abundance he gives you can't go wrong. Don't live in holiday mode. We can visit for a while, but don't stay there, right? You got to make your oil press. And now this morning, I'm excited because God showed me this morning, he made an oil press for us. We have an altar here this morning, and God says, I'm pouring out oil he showed me this so clearly. Today is different. It's a different receiving of the altar. Do you need to be filled by the Holy Spirit this morning? Do you need to meet Jesus for the first time? Do you need healing? 
Do you need refreshing? I don't even care what you need this morning. It's here. I believe everything that we need is met when we meet with Jesus. And we receive that oil. We receive that infilling. You know, I don't even want you to wait for me to start praying. If this is you this morning, get up, come to your seat. I'm going to ask the worship team to come now. Our prayer team, your job this morning, pour out oil. Pour out oil. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Come. Come and meet Jesus this morning. Come and be filled. And then do it again tomorrow. Make your own oil press. And the next day. So Father... As I pray, please, Lord, just reach out to every one of us, God. Lord, there's not a single person here today that doesn't need more of you. But God, I just pray right now that you would increase hunger. You would increase desire, Father. Remove any embarrassment from coming up, God. But, but just that desire, God, I need you. I need more. I need more. I need more. Father, help us be less concerned about leaks and more concerned about missing an opportunity in your presence. One moment with you. Holy Spirit, I ask that you'd fill our prayer team right now as they would minister out of overflow today and help us to get our own oil tomorrow. And when we come together, whew, and we're full and we're already here, now we're going to have some church. Amen? Amen. As I wrote this message, I was a mess. Tears just streamed down my face. Because you know what? I need to come. I need to come right now. Because I desperately want Jesus. So I am not going to stay up here. I'm going down to meet with him. Oops, I shouldn't do that yet. Don't miss your opportunity this morning. Our service is officially closed. But God's not done. Come and get some oil. Come and be refreshed this morning. Amen. God bless you. We love you. I'll see you later helping Carol. But I'm getting some oil. Amen. Amen.